Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury. In today's episode, are you feeling stuck? As I mentioned last week, I've been having this wonderful conversation with Wendy and Hal, and they have been tremendous help in for me in understanding so much things about business. One of the questions that came up was, how do you get unstuck? So basically, between Hal and Wendy, their explanation was that a person will be stuck when there is a part in them that is not willing or don't want to move forward. It is important to find out what makes the part unwilling. It could be lack of information, or it may be that there is a personal issue involved. The long and short of it is that stuck means that there's an internal conflict that keeps you from getting or doing what you want. The problem with that is you're not able to live the life that you want or capable of achieving. This is very interesting because there's a part in us that wants something. Let's say you want either more money because you want to buy a car or you want happiness. You may think that having a brand new car will bring you happiness. Let's just play with these for this moment. But there's an internal part that is not willing, whatever that internal part is. So let's just assume for a moment that the internal part is that you don't feel like you deserve it. So every time you get an opportunity to promote yourself, then internally you don't feel worthy of. So when it comes time to say, well, I charge this much for what I do, you can't bring up a certain amount. So you finish up doing things for free because you don't see your value And more importantly, you don't feel your value. And these two things have a big impact in how you're going to promote yourself. At the end of the day, you're not getting the car you want and you're not happy about it. And this is just one example among many that puts us in a position where we are stuck. I went further with this idea. And I was in that same place. I, I knew I was stuck. I did not know how to get unstuck, but I, I kind of knew what, what to do. But it was huge. It was humongous what I had to do because I wanted freedom. However, I knew that if I wanted freedom, it meant that I needed to divorce, meant that I would have to figure myself out in terms of finance. And honestly, that was scary And I did not know how to manage the fear of how to put it all together. So what kept me stuck was my fear. When we are stuck, it's a state of mind. And the idea is how to free your mind from thinking, wait a minute, I am not stuck. I am causing myself to get stuck because in reality, I'm afraid to get out there. Because what if... It goes wrong. What if I lost all my money into this venture and I have nothing to show for it? I'm going to surprise you in saying this, and I'm speaking from experience. There's a saying that goes, nothing venture, nothing gain. For whatever you're going to do, whatever, the effort will always pay off. One way or another, it will pay off. You may not end up with what you wanted, what you're going to end up is something even better. At the time, you have a certain vision, but you can never foresee what the universe has in store. 
And this is the cool thing is that once you move away from fear, you step into that fate. It's all boiled down to the same thing because you're stuck in that fear. And fear prevents you from seeing clearly. But as you progress forward, you start with small steps. And these small steps are leading you just a little bit further. And that gives you a little bit of self-confidence to say, hey, I've done this and I've done that. Now I can do this. And you keep on going one step at a time. And this is why when you arrive, maybe a year, two years later, after all that effort, you can say, well, maybe I didn't get what I wanted, but I have this knowledge and this wisdom and this information. And now that I know all this, and I know that I'm capable of doing all that, I can achieve even more. So now you're not only getting the car, but you're getting other things that can come with it. And the car is just an example. You may realize when you arrive wherever you are arriving that you don't even want a car because you might say, I'm happy with what I've got. Because there's one thing in wanting a lot of material possession, but it's something else to find that place called fulfillment when you know that you are happy with yourself. And in some ways, when you free yourself from feeling stuck, you become free. And that feeling of freedom is everything, is where happiness is, is where life fulfillment is. Anything gets created in that space. That space is your state of mind. I personally found out all this that I'm telling you about. The moment that I said, you know what, fine, It's not moving the way I want. I let go of everything. And once I hit rock bottom, I realized not only that I was still okay, but I felt better. I realized that I was actually a resilient woman. And also that I had a solid character to be proud of. And at that point, material possession were no longer an issue because I was no longer attached Now, it's something else when we feel stuck is because internally we are attaching a lot of value to something. And the idea is to remove that meaning that that thing has. I want to add something. And I'm not sharing this from a place of a psychologist, but I'm sharing this from a place of a young girl who's witnessed that. My dad was a hoarder. And his brother did not hoard things, but he hoard food. And now I'm witnessing them in their late 80s. And one of them is about 400 pounds. And the other one, my dad, has junkyard after junkyard. You know, he spent his life moving because, of course, the hoarding was not nice to the neighborhood. And then the neighborhood made them move away, right? So he had to find ways to hold all this and move and move. And, you know, when you're in late 80s and you have to move again, And then you have to carry all these boxes. And and in this case, it's not just small things. Sometimes it can be rusty cars and rusty tools. The value that he's putting into all those things has robbed him from his happiness. And it's sad because he has no relationship with none of us because we don't want to deal with that. We did not comprehend that it was a psychological issue. We just saw it as someone who value more things and value us 
because at the end of the day, when he were accumulating all this stuff, he did not have any money to, to help us with anything. We had to learn to fend for ourselves at a very young age. I'm just sharing that hoarding something has a lot of negative meaning because if you can't let go of, of something that has no value and you accumulate it, like if, just imagine that you cannot let go of the 1940s newspapers and now you, we're in 2020 you still have those newspapers accumulated over 40 years. What does that lead someone into? That is a feeling of stuckness. And when you're in that stuckness, you can never be free. I'm saying all this because at the beginning when I was sharing that when we are stuck, we may use the fact that we don't have the money to achieve what we want. So it could be that you dream to have money to have a car and that will make you happy and you feel that you can't achieve your goal because you stay stuck into that idea that you need money to get a car and money's not coming. But then you have to look at where the money is going and if the money is going into always buying things that are not helping you achieving the bigger goal, you know, like there come a time where you have to have enough discipline to say, you know what, every month I'm going to save $100 and so uh, in a few years I will be able to get my car. It takes discipline to be able to do that. But the thing is that sometimes we can't focus because what we see in front of us is foggy. And when it's foggy, it can be physically foggy and it, it can be mentally foggy in the sense that physically foggy means that you may not even see your desk because there's a pile of papers everywhere. It's not organized. And when I say emotionally or mentally foggy, it could be that the thoughts in your minds, you know, they're all over the place. If there's one thing I wish for anyone on this planet is having this moment in time where they can just release that cloud of fear. That fear feels very similar to having a cold and be in that, I can't breathe, I can't smell anything, I can't do anything, I feel weak, I feel tired. That's how fear feels. But you know when we have a cold and two, three weeks later, the cold is clearing and suddenly you say, oh my God, now I can breathe. We didn't realize how much we lost our ability to breathe until the cold was gone. Fear is the same, but it's there forever. So it, we assume that that is how it is. We can't breathe. We don't have the energy. We feel weak. We feel tired. We, we just don't have the capacity to think and to put things together. Once the cloud of fear disappear, suddenly... You see everything. If there's one thing I would wish to all of you is to find that space where you actually see clearly with no clouds. That's the best place to be in to create new ideas and, and, and new plans for you to achieve the life that you deserve. I hope this episode was helpful. If this episode can help a friend, please share it. And until next week, please Stay safe and healthy and have a fabulous day.
If you are struggling with oily skin that leads to unpleasant pimples and breakouts, or if you want a quick and easy solution to smudge-free makeup, I invite you to try Dermessence Perfection Cream. To order, type bit.ly forward slash perfection cream. It's spelled B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash P-E-R-F-E-C-T-I-O-N C-R-E-A-M And to get 10% off on your first order, use coupon code CREAM10. It's spelled C-R-E-A-M-1-0.